Hi guys and welcome to One Word Podcast. Um, this whole thing feels so unreal because it's been in the works for so long, um, approximately five months I'd like to say, but we are finally doing it and thank you for taking your time to listen. But before I even go any further, I would just like to say a big thank you to all of you who followed us on Instagram, who follow, um, who liked our pictures, who also shared our page. We are so grateful and we see um, what everyone is doing, even people who we don't know showing love to us. We really appreciate it and thank you. So we are so excited to share our experiences and our sometimes controversial opinions with you guys and we really hope that you enjoy um, our podcast. But also, please make sure to follow our podcast if you enjoy it on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And you can find our social media pages on Instagram and Twitter, which is one word at one word podcast underscore. Thank you. So, one word podcast is about three teenagers navigating their way through the complexities of youth. Join the ride as we discuss the ups and downs of being a youth in today's society and current affairs. Learn tips on how to grow and flourish as we grow and flourish ourselves. So I think we should introduce ourselves for those of us who don't know who we are. Um, my name's Chisholm and I'd say that I'm quite introverted. Um, I like to compose music on the piano and I'm an aspiring medic, hopefully, in the future. So, yeah. Um, hi guys, my name is Gertrude. If you can't pronounce it, you can just call me Trudy. Um, I describe myself as a social butterfly. I love to talk and I'm very outgoing. Um, I love reading, I love writing, and yeah, that is essentially me. Hi, I'm Jessica. If I sound weird, it's because I was eating sweets and there's sweets stuck in my teeth. But anyways... <laughs> Hi, I'm Jessica. Shut up, Gertrude. Hi, I'm Jessica. I like reading. I like writing. I like films. I like TV series. Series. I like documentaries. Even though Netflix sucks, I can't really watch any of them right now. And I'm an activist. So yeah, it's nice to meet you. So today's episode. We'll be discussing stereotypes, our, our experiences with stereotypes, what stereotypes are, and why we think that they're harmful. So, a stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. Personally, I don't agree with them. I don't, they make me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I know that, like, I can acknowledge that stereotypes tend to be, um, like, quite like, subconscious. Like, people don't mean to do it. However, I've seen how they impact other people, and I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, think the most, I think the most um, hurtful thing is that, well, in my experience with stereotyping, um, most of the people who've done the stereotyping have been people who look like me, which is the most shocking <laughs> aspect of it. Because it's like, you know, well, I suppose that you know what, prejudice feels like and the fact that you think you know you're sort of um what's the word you're immune to criticism for displaying the prejudices against other people like you um it's quite it's really disappointing to say the least 
Yeah, and I think what's so harmful about it is the fact that it removes the fact that you're an individual. Yeah. Like one um, instance that I can think of is, um, well, I was basically in the line in Yanai, minding my own business, as I do. And these two girls behind me, I don't know what they were doing, but they must have been talking about memes and stuff. And so then, then the bye Felicia meme came up and then instantly they turned to me and they're like, oh, you say bye Felicia, you say, you say it. And I was like, what? They're like, no, you say it. And I was like, why do you want me to say it? And they're like, oh, well, you just look like you'd say it better. You say and I was that? like, <laughs> excuse me? I really me? don't even, I don't excuse have any Excuse me? Are we not speaking the same English that. language? I was so baffled. Uh-huh. I was so baffled. And you know, in yet obviously for me, I'm I'm a very strong headed person. So mm. I hate when people try to force me to say something. So I did not say it because I was not even going to go there. But now that I think back to it, I realize how like it's just so disgusting that you'd have that perception of me. Like yeah. you just think that every black girl is can do can play the whole role can play the whole role of the ghetto black girl and it just makes me sick like what was the reason y'all make me sick no honestly y'all make me sick <laughs> y'all make me <laughs> who do you think i am who a you ghetto know black woman that's what they think Shut you are <laughs> what? you know what annoys me about stereotypes i feel like if somebody like categorizes you and labels you so often and they push that identity onto you it's not long before like you just give up on rejecting it and you become it mm-hmm. internalize it hurtful thing yeah exactly like internalizing your pain when in reality that is not who you are you are, you are not loud or aggressive you are just you yeah you are just you yeah in, okay. yeah in sociology we actually talk about that um we don't necessarily call it stereotyping but they call it labeling mm-hmm. and one of the whole process of labeling is so toxic because what happens is because of the way the teacher treats you, you begin to internalize what you've been labeled as. And I think that's just the really sad bit. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. yeah. They don't even see you as an individual, but they see you as a collective. Yeah. And it's just sad because you have to understand that although yes, my race means I'm part of this group or yes, because my gender means that um, I'm part of this group. It doesn't mean that I don't have my own um, personality. It doesn't mean that I don't have my own dislikes and likes or Mm -hmm. I don't have my own experiences. It just diminishes you as a person. It's actually really toxic. Yeah, and for the people who don't um, go into the stereotype of the ghetto, angry, ratchet black woman who has, you know, their physical stereotypes as well, which I won't go into detail, they you know we really feel out of place sometimes and then because we feel out of place that we don't um fit into the stereotype we start to feel ashamed of the things that people um don't expect from us so for example some black girls might be shy or they might be into reading or they might really like maths and they might you know feel forced to not like those stuff because they're expected to be a certain way by the people around them and I feel like stereotypes are really damaging in the fact that they can really squash people's potential because as Gertrude says mm-hmm. you're not seeing them as an individual you're seeing them as this sort of homogenous group where everyone is meant to be the same thing when 
you know you won't even find people in the same household who are the same personality who are the same personality so yeah in that aspect i think it's really damaging and do you know what i want to say something i'll say that i've even um not internalized it as in i've started to become the stereotype but i've internalized some of the stereotypes um of other groups of people mm. and one thing i will say is even when i was um i I realized something about myself. Even when I was younger, you know, the whole perception of the whole um, aggressive, angry black man, mm -hmm. you know, that whole perception. I, I realized that I was more like, I would be more um, scared of walking past a group of black boys than walking oh, wow. past a group of white boys. And, and then I, re I was just like, why do I have this fear? And then I realized it's because I've internalized that whole stereotype in my head that, you know, black boys are just more aggressive. And I think it's partially also due to media, um, you mm -hmm. know, newspapers and the way they, um, what's the word? Portray. Yeah, portray um, black men and not even just black men, but even Muslim people as well. Yeah. Like they do it to everybody. And it's mm -hmm. just crazy because, for instance, lots of people just think, that every Muslim is a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just it's just crazy to me. I think that something that I was just thinking about while you were talking about was like just the fact that you get stereotypes and you get these microaggressions and all these like I guess thoughts of who exactly you should be pushed onto from a young age. Mm -hmm. Cause I was just thinking about like in, in primary school how people found it so absurd that I couldn't run because you know black uh, people you're supposed to be yeah, strong yeah, warrior yeah. you should not have to run <laughs> you should not have to swim you should not have to fight mm -hmm. me i'm scared you don't bite me i'm scared don't touch me don't touch me. i cannot fight i can't fight to save my life yeah i don't enjoy running i'm good at swimming but once again i do not enjoy swimming oh but black and, people like, aren't meant to swim remember it doesn't make any no, no, sense no, no. At all. You, you swam off the slave boats <laughs> <laughs> you swam oh, off the ship so stereotypes are so dumb and I think that when you push those ideals onto children, like Chisholm said, you're like lessening their potential. You're making them into who you want them to be as opposed to who they are. And stereotyping kind of just presents you as a one-dimensional human being. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just thinking about how I went all these months in a new school allowing them to label me and push all the thoughts of an angry black villainous woman onto me when I'm so much more than that. Yeah. Period. You know tell, I mean? tell, um... I'm so much more than that. Everybody is so much more than that. People who, um, like when people push their stereotypes of Islam and terrorism onto innocent Muslim people, once again, they are more than that. Yeah. They have more than them. They are not that person that you have had this experience with or you've read about or you've seen. Mm. Yeah, It's just so know. jarring to me. Do you know what? I think I can remember two instances. Most of the stereotypes I can, like, most of the stereotypes that people have said about me, um, I find them amusing, but I think there's two which hurt me the most. Mm -hmm. And I think one of them was firstly, I was, um, it, I was in secondary school. I was probably in year eight. And guys, do you remember the cloakroom? In my school, we kept oh. all our jackets and our... The cloakroom is the worst thing to ever exist. That's the most hectic thing, Yeah, it was just, it was just, it was not it. But we had a cloakroom and we'd keep all our belongings except your school bag but your pee bag your jacket would go in it so mm -hmm. i was waiting in the line for um what's the word for my to collect my belongings and 
there were, I don't know, we were having this, there was, I don't know, me and my friends were just talking about, oh, we were just asking people what they think we'd be when we grow older. So there was the guy at the group uh-huh. crew. And so, you know, he was saying, somebody was, oh, you're going to, you, you look like you're going to be a doctor to one of them and then to another person. But these, I, I, I remember it clearly. And um, they, the people he was saying it to were white and Asian. And he was like, you're going to be a doctor. You probably want to be a lawyer, pharmacist, etc." Then it comes to me, he's like, oh, I, you probably, I don't know. You look like you're going to be a singer. Now, I do not, I do not have like, on, I think it's, I think it's great that um, there's many black people and creatives or that many black people want to be in the creative industry. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. However, it's never encouraged in our community for, um, for black youths to go into different careers other than creatives. It's not, I don't, I see it being pushed now um, a, yeah. a bit more, but it's not being very, it's not being pushed greatly. Mm-hmm. you know and I thought that and I felt really upset because I, I didn't want to be a singer I can't even sing I mean I you know growing up African you know you, you we were all part of the church choir but you, know, <laughs> you don't even go there because I have some videos and I could not sing come on Kirk I'm Franklin back up Kirk Franklin yeah. back up <laughs> honestly like, I could not sing like I was like who's lying to me like my aunties would be like wow well done what the who what are you oh on about oh my god it's just so interesting because it's always like i guess non-black people like including like non-black people of color who always push the beyonce and rihanna agenda onto us Mm. Mm. the moment i I go home and i talk for me the moment i get home and i talk to my african family miss lawyer yes exactly engineer engineer, not beyonce not (laughs) rihanna not the baby yeah, the exactly. baby's my role model. No, I'm joking. My role model, my kid. <laughs> you guys, oh my day. No, but I remember <laughs> another one as well. Is when I think I can't remember. I was talking. Um, I was, this was my friend at the time. I'll never forget this day. I was talking about a cultural practice that we had in Ghana. I'm Ghanaian, by the way. If there's any Ghanaians here, hi. But anyways, I was talking <laughs> about a cultural practice in Ghana, and. She, do you know what she said? She was like, oh my gosh, you know, your culture and ju- judge. And I was like, huh? What? <laughs> I was like, huh? Excuse me. Like, I was like, I, sorry, like, I was yeah, not expecting know. that. No, no, no. That's a judge. Guys, she was like, you know, you know, Africans, you guys, you guys and your African judge. It's just so weird. What? So like, there's one judge in Africa? The, no, the thing there's is, no, no, no. Judge. I think what's insulting to me is the fact that you try to demonize my culture. Yeah, like I can take, I can take a lot of stuff, but you demonizing my culture now. That's something. That's you. You took it too far. The mm. thing is, for me, yeah, I, I completely understand that. You know, I don't. I, it's great to criticize cultures. You know, I don't think every culture has great things, mm. or um, you know, some cultures have really bad stuff in them as well. But I was just saying a cultural practice. I can't remember what the cultural practice was. It's one of those things like, oh, if you believe, if you do this, I don't know, your hip cups will go away or something. But mm. it was like a thought. Um, I don't know how to say. It. You know how um, what's called? Yeah, superstition. You know how in England they walk on you, like it's bad luck if you walk under a ladder. It's oh, one of yeah, those yeah. things, okay. and you come to tell me you come to tell me that oh you africans and judge what the heck that man? doesn't even make any sense Why that literally doesn't there? make any sense if you go to egypt and you say judge to an egyptian are they gonna know are they gonna know what you're talking about judge i was like you're a mad. whole african judge <laughs> 
I was like, no. you know what? It's just so it's so close minded. It's yeah. just so close minded. And the fact that you said that with your whole chest and you thought there was nothing wrong with it, nothing in your brain, like you know what was yeah. going on. You know what? I think sometimes people stereotype people, um, stereotype yeah, people, but they do it some I don't know, they some of them do it with good intention. So for example, I must have been in like your eight. And this girl was like, oh, when I first, I used to wear a lot of braids and like cornrows and stuff. And in year seven, I wore this hairstyle, which was like cornrows on the sides and braids in the back, like half shaved and then braids. Cause I was trying to be Rihanna, you know? And um, this girl, <laughs> this girl, she was like, you know, when I saw you in year, when I met you in year seven, I thought you were a gangster and stuff like that. But now I met you, um, what did she even say she was basically saying i i sound more articulate than i look was the crux of what she was saying and i like i didn't know what to say because so i just yeah laughed. i don't know what to say to that so but i think she was trying to compliment me compliment me she was basically trying it's, to not say, a compliment. It's, it's not a compliment and this is why she was trying to say to me you sound really smart but not for the way you look and like I don't think I don't think I sound smart and a lot of people who say I I sound articulate or they compliment like people of color for sounding articulate I've never seen it for white people like I've never seen someone comment um, compliment a white person for sounding articulate but it's always when a person of color uses big words which aren't even aren't even that big they're like oh my god you sound so smart da, 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 da. and it's like I feel like for us, the bar is dramatically lowered. Yeah, so even if we, yeah, so mm-hmm. even if we sound a little bit educated, people, it's kind of like, oh, well done, you've done so well for yourself. It's sort or, of that oh attitude. Or you're trying to be white. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've listen. I've been called huh. a coconut as many minutes as I've been born. If I had, if I had a penny for every time I was called a coconut or an Oreo, or I don't know, something that's black on the outside and white on the inside, I'd be a millionaire. I would be yeah, I apologise for calling you an Oreo in year nine. And you should also apologise for calling me a Karen, but we can move on from that. You're still a um, Karen, shut up. I, <laughs> I said that yesterday. <laughs> for that, I'll never forgive you. But yeah, like, I was intelligence saying. doesn't have a race. Yes. Do you know what? My, my whole thing is, yeah, this is my problem. You know what? I'm going to get, you know what? We're getting deep into this. Mm-mm. Because stereotypes you know what my problem is these are the same people perpetuating these stereotypes are the same ones who go on instagram snapchat and put a quote on it Mm. about oh yeah you shouldn't judge a book by its cover you Mm. don't know me you don't know what i've gone through you don't know my experiences (laughs) you think you know who i am but yet but yeah you want to come and tell me that my culture is demonic and you don't know my culture how dare you? Like, it's basically, understand. people are so hypocritical. You know what? Like, it, I just don't understand how you can be so close-minded. I just mm-hmm. don't get it. Like, do you know what? I understand, you know what? I understand if you do it once, but these people are like repeat offenders. Repeat, repeat offenders. Like, repeat <laughs> repeat offenders. 
because it's always don't judge a book by um its color until it comes to um a person of color yeah or a non-heterosexual person Mm -hmm. who are you to think that you get that luxury and you can't grant it to others exactly but you want to go into a story and you want to scream black lives matter yet you've been putting down black lives since you came out of the womb oh and quote mlk Exactly. Black lives, black lives don't only matter when um, somebody dies. They dies. matter when the person is living too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So can we all start acting like that too? Because I'm sick and tired of seeing it. I'm yeah. sick and tired of it. Oh my gosh. If we're talking about stereotypes, I just want to mention that whole um, <laughs> black women don't feel pain. Wait, Jessica, Jessica, one minute. Don't cry. Jessica. you know the fact when you said if, um, if we're talking about stereotypes and we've been talking about it for like 30 minutes, and now you just want to okay, come. Okay, I just you. remembered. Let me join okay, the conversation. Okay, carry on. Carry on. Carry on. This Take is discrimination because I'm black. <laughs> go It's by. actually colorism, but go Anyways. Ahead. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, I was going to say, now that we're talking about stereotypes <laughs> and we have been for 30 minutes, I would just like to mention that not all black women are strong and we don't have to be strong all the time we are not always hyper masculine we're not always extremely masculine we have femininity we can be feminine too we can be different aesthetics we're not all streetwear jordans and skinny jeans every day how dare you put me in your box how exactly i actually don't so basically in year nine in year nine it was another black boy who said this to me and i was just so i was so confused um i was in year nine right and um, I was wearing my natural hair for like the first time in school. And I guess this black guy had never seen a black woman with hair that, be- that supposedly belongs to her, or so he thought. Um, and uh, he was basically like, <laughs> he basically said, oh, Chisholm, you're not like other black girls. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you're not like other black girls. And you know, it was so... Looking back on it now, at first I took it as a compliment because I thought that if I'm different, yeah, I thought, no, 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 but not even that. I thought (laughs) that the fact he thought I was like black girls meant that he thought I was ghetto, meant that he thought I was uneducated, meant that I thought I was all these negative things. So to suddenly be dissociated from that, I was like, oh, that's great. I'm not like other black girls. That's amazing. But then I talked to you and Jessica and, um, and my other friends about it. And they're like, and you were like, bro, he's, he's colorist. He's basically saying that he thinks all black women are, um, are ghetto and ratchet and loud. And it's, not even, not, it's not even colorism. I don't know what you call it. it isn't that technically misogyn- misogynoir? No, mm, I mean, no, he wasn't being sexist. No, he wasn't being sexist. He wasn't being sexist. But he wasn't... I don't think it's colorist, though, because I don't necessarily... Isn't it just another form of stereotyping? Yeah, because black girls come in all shades. It doesn't... Yeah, I don't Mm. think it's colorist. Unless it had something... Because it isn't colorism. Connection. I thought... Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, because I think that we need to... I think we need to be careful when we use some terms because, Mm -hmm. like, you don't want to... What's the word? You don't want to put something on someone that they're not. Like, I come... If it's something to do with the shade of your complexion, and that's why they have that stereotype, then I completely understand. But black women, we all we come in different shades. Black people, period. We come no, in but you have to admit that it's, ma- it's mainly dark-skinned black women that are demonized. 
So that's why I think I agree. No, I agree. You've seen that guy demonize um a darker skinned woman. We can't push the time color. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just saying like he holds us because he could just hold this. He could just hold the um stereotype against all black women and black women. Yeah. Autism. Sorry, babe. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. But yeah, I was just really disappointed at the fact that he said that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you know what? Another thing to do with hair. So back in the day, um, oh. I used to relax my hair. Okay. Why am I acting like it wasn't like two years ago? But mm-hmm. I used to relax my hair. Anyways, with my hair. Okay. The thing is, I had a lot of people go natural around me, and they were natural, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, your hair is really unhealthy." But I said, "I don't give a heck. I will go natural <laughs> in my own time. If you tell me my hair is unhealthy, I'm still going to relax my hair." But I did. I have gone natural, my guys. I don't know how to say that, but I just wanted to put it out there. Anyways, so when I used to relax my hair, I mean, I, my hair, my hair wasn't that long but i mean i don't know people have that stereotype that black girls don't go hair so i yeah. don't know people were a bit shocked but i come to school and i remember drama and one girl wants to have an argument with me Bella. on my days you know as you, you've been telling everybody that your hair's your real hair and i was like yeah she's like yeah but it's weave isn't it i was like it's not weave oh she's like gosh. no it is i'm like are you telling me or am i telling you who has their <laughs> hair on their head and then she's like no i'm i'm sure it's weave and i'm like no babes it's my real hair and it's just it even stems from that stereotype or just say with your chest that you don't think black girls can grow that just hair. say you just think say, black girls are say bold. With your chest just, say, just it. say it with your chest because people actually know oh my this reminds me of another incident where on Snapchat, there was this girl. My there was this girl in our secondary school. Guys, mm-hmm. our, now that I think about it, our secondary school, was our a, secondary school is just jarring. Guys, our secondary school. I mean, the stuff that happened in our school, bro. I just the things that happened, crazy. But anyways, that's another story for another day. <laughs> and then one girl posted on her Snapchat. You know. I don't know. I don't know what black girl hurt her, but they hurt her because she's like, you black girls, you guys can't grow hair. You Oof. guys always wear weave and your weave is dusty anyway. <laughs> and then she, and then she, wow. she had all that. Wow. No, do you know what she said? And your men want us. I was like, <gasps> wow. hey, I was like, whoa, who whoa, do you whoa. think you are? Like, I was like, and then she's like, and then she had the dusty to say, lol, you think you're all that. I'm sorry. Why are you so? Broken. Why are you so hurt at twelve years old? Yeah, I'm like thirteen. It's just crazy. It's it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like that's just pure racism. It's not even. It gives. It goes deeper than stereotypes. You're just racist, hon. Racist. It's real wild out here. I don't. Like, she was that. going. She was going crazy. She really went off. Like she went off. I don't know who hurt you, but that's not my business. Anyways, anywho, hey, I didn't, hey. I didn't really, I didn't really care. I don't have to. What's it called? I don't, cause you know what? I don't know if you guys feel this. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys um experience the same. But sometimes I really feel as though I have to prove myself. Like yes. I have to prove myself. Like I have to prove that I'm not that stereotype yeah. because it's just even little things that people will you know do and it's just like i have to you know i have to i i try to not be the thing that you think of me because not only it's not only because i don't like fitting in a bubble Mm -hmm. but it's just i want people to understand that there are there are you know people who look like me who are black girls like me who are introverted who can't dance who can't what's called are you introverted Gertrude? You're uh, extroverted. Oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Are you confused? 
no, no, no. But I mean, as in, I mean, as in, black girls who don't fit into the stereotype. So I might not. I don't. I fit into the stereotype in the sense that I'm extroverted, mm-hmm. but I don't fit into other bits as well. And it's just but I always try so hard even, to. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say, but even if you did. Whose problem is that? Exactly. Why is that your business? Yeah. Why can't a person just be who they are without having to... Why is the stereotype such a negative connotation in the first place? Don't fit people in that bubble, sure. But if somebody is that, if somebody wears, um, I guess, typically black things, somebody wants to wear big hoops, skinny jeans, and a puffer jacket out here in central <laughs> London, let them with a bun. Oh my days, that, that is so true because yeah. so, why is it so hard that people can't fit into the stereotype? They can't fit out of the stereotype because either way, they're still not exactly what you want. Yeah, what and there's, want? there's a pressure. We do and damned if we don't. There's a pressure to not fit into the stereotype, which is yeah, yeah. Yeah, people people who do fit into the stereotype, the people who don't fit into the stereotype say that the people who do are setting us back like 500 years or whatever yes, so yes, and that's I like Gertrude that. said that's the problem with stereotypes because it takes away from the individual's right to be who they are freely do you know what especially when it's celebrities especially when it's oh, celebrities like God. i don't know if a Double celebrity standard. i don't know no, do yeah. you know what if a celebrity i don't know she has um what's called um a baby out of wedlock oh my mm-hmm. gosh you're giving you're, you're sending us black women back yeah. you know you're um you're enforcing the whole baby daddy narrative and it's just like I, I don't know about you, but she don't speak for me. That's she, doesn't. I mean, she doesn't. Oh my god, the me. people who think they're the black spokesperson, um, spokesperson for the entire black race, get in the bin. No, you're yes. not. I'm sorry. You're not <laughs> That's that important. so annoying. You're really not it. You're not it. So speak for yourself. Speak for don't yourself. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. You no, know what do you really need to? Honestly, <laughs> it's just so like. I feel like okay, like I said earlier, I know it's like subconscious, but I feel like. Once you acknowledge the fact that you're treating people differently based on your own pre- preconceived notions, what is stopping you from preventing that? Yeah. yeah. Doing the own work? Because mm. I'm not even going to lie, as a black person, I have, I have had some very negative stereotypes against like, mm. other people. Yeah. And I had to do the shadow work on my own yeah. to say, not every one of this um, race or ethnicity is this. Yeah. Not everyone who looks like this is this. Not everybody who has this, this, and this features is going to treat me like this, this, or the mm-hmm. other. Yeah. I don't need to be friends with people who only seem like this. Let me be friends with everyone. Let me think yeah. I'm mixed. Let you be Let friends with individuals mixed. and not races of people or not, not labels of people. people. Because you're not, go- you're not going to get along with everyone. Exactly. And stopping yourself from being friends with someone. Like, for example, I can't be friends with Chisholm because her hair is natural. My hair is relaxed. Mm-hmm. I have my braids in. I can't chat to you because you're setting us back 10 years. My ancestors invented, my ancestors invented relaxer for some reason and you're not using it. What's your problem? I don't want to go back I to I can't be friends with you. But you could have been a really nice person and I just blocked my blessings with stereotypes. And not only yeah. that, I've pushed an agenda that doesn't exist. Exactly. Onto you. And it's an illusion. Do you know what else really hurts? Do you know what? This is one stereotype that... It hasn't really been nipped in the bud yet, mm-hmm. and it's perpetuated by every like um it's in the black community and outside of black community. But it's the whole um, a black woman should have a specific body shape or particular body shape. Hey. Um, yeah, you know, people saying, "Oh yeah, well you know, I'm what's called like I'm sorry, I'm just born like that because I'm just black." But the thing is, 
I think is very damaging to body image, like somebody's mm-hmm. body image. And your body, the way you see yourself affects your mental health as well. And mm-hmm. so once people, um, you know, once people are like, oh my gosh, I'm black and I don't have an hourglass figure. Yeah. Oh my God, not, I'm just, I'm not good enough. Because it's always perpetuated that that's the best figure to have and that's the great figure to have. And you should be voluptuous just because you're black. And, you know, a lot of, you know, black, I can't speak for um, very, I don't know, what, how would I say this? I can't speak for all um, black girls, but I, even amongst my friends who um, have a more smaller frame, like, you know, they talk about it and how it's just really annoying that people expect them to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I hate that, I hate the, like, let's say if you're, if you have a voluptuous figure, that the reason we have that figure is because you're black and not because of your genetics. They're two totally separate things that I think need to be addressed. Or working out. Yeah, or working out. Exactly. And just like, I don't know, gosh, we talk about this all the time, but it's just on my mind, the fact that people genuinely think that black women cannot be feminine. Mm. Yeah. Or sensitive. Like yeah, or that we have to have, be defenders. Yeah, we don't have feelings. Or, oh my days, this is the most annoying thing. Or if we try and express our emotions, people suddenly become defensive because mm. it seems as if we're being aggressive or we're attacking. Oh and it's just like, I'm oh just God. telling you how I feel. Yeah. Like, I'm just telling you how I, like, oh my days, it's even little things as in, in class. I'm about to say something. Like, just, I'll give a facial expression. They'll be like, oh, calm down. She naked, man. Like, I, I haven't. That's. Oh my god, give me a break. Come on. I don't even. And the thing is, I'm, I'm not very. I don't have very strong facial expressions. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really. Most people are always like to me. I always get the thing of, oh, you're just so sweet. Like, oh, everyone's always like to me, oh, you know, you just always look so nice. People, some people said to me that, oh, you just look too nice, that I thought you were fake. But this is just, I'm just naturally smiley and stuff. So the th- the fact that some, me, who is always smiling for no reason sometimes, and then <laughs> you come to turn to me and think that I'm about to attack you just because I did my face a certain way. Why, first of all, why were you staring at me? But secondly, <laughs> but secondly what, is the, what is the issue? It's because what? you're sexy. Oh, thanks, Jessica. I know, you don't have to tell me. I know I'm a fan, babe. I'm sorry. You're just, welcome. I'm also a fan. No, you're not. Chisholm, no. you need to let me have my shine. <laughs> said I'm a fan. Oh my god. I thought you said you're fine. No, I thought no. you said you're fine. <laughs> I said I'm a fan. It's no, like, god, this is why I don't I give compliments. This is why I don't I give compliments. You. Don't talk to we me. Love you. Don't talk we to love, me. Love I'm not you. catching your kiss. You might have corona. But baby. Anyway. So what was the reason? I was gonna say, Gertrude, I get the same thing. I get the Yours same. Yours is even I worse. Breathe. Yours is even worse because the, the I think. Extent, I. Oh, sorry, we're gonna say. I've, yours is even worse because I was we, me we've known each other we've all known each other since secondary school like mm-hmm. when we first started. Jessica is very okay with me. I'm I'm a nice person, but you know you cross me, we're going there. <laughs> but Jessica is a nice nice person. Even when you cross her. Like she will still be so nice to you, yeah. even if you cross her. And so the fact that people think Jessica's aggressive blows my mind. It actually baffles me. It makes me sad. Just because I started a new school, I started my school already with enemies because of the way my face looks. 
I'm sorry. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know if my resting face it. upsets you. <laughs> then I'm not going to go get plastic surgery into a permanent smile. Do I, you can't bleed. It's not even your resting face. It's the fact of your race. It's just the fact of. And it's just, it, it's annoying just because people don't realize that sometimes this goes into gaslighting. Mm-hmm. When you tell um, a black woman that they are, the, the emotions they're feeling are not valid because it doesn't suit the agenda you picked for them. Mm-hmm. The oh, same way you're valid. I'm valid. The same way you can cry, I can cry. The same way you're allowed to scream and shout and you're just letting your rage and emotions out, I can too. And I'm not being aggressive. I'm not being angry. I'm being human. The same blood coursing through your veins, I have blood coursing through my veins too. Yeah, and that's just... When people are telling telling black women, you aren't feeling this way, you are not hurt, you are not upset, why can I not be upset, but you can? Mm. Why is it only aggressive when we do it, but when you do it, it's so normalized? Yeah. And that's, the, that's the problem with stereotypes is that it dehumanizes the, the community of people that you're stereotyping. And that's why oh, people... Yeah, and that's why people um, who think that when you express your feelings of being violent or angry think you'll be think you're being violent or angry because they don't view you as a human and so therefore you shouldn't have the right to express your emotions yeah and chisholm on that note i think the black lives matter movement has even shown how big of a problem like how the impact that what the power of stereotypes Mm -hmm. and the deep wound it can create because Mm. what you just said about dehumanizing a group of people, Mm. it just links to the same way that, you know, in, in, in America, the system has, you know, it's systematic. The system Mm. has dehumanized black people, not even only black male, but black women too, black children Mm. as well, dehumanized them. And even, um, I think, I can't remember the name of the, um, the boy, it was oh, what's his name? I think it's Elijah. Elijah Wood. Remember. Oh yeah. Is is it the one that played the violin? Yeah, Elijah. I th- I'm getting Elijah Wood or something. I don't know. I yeah, can't I remember. can't remember his name. But he goes against every like he goes against the stereo what a stereotypical black man should be. Mm-hmm. Like he's so gentle. He plays it. He just plays violin. Like his family, he keeps himself to himself, and he was still murdered by the police. Yeah. And I think we'll that. Be it's like no matter the circumstance, a black man, an innocent black man should not be murdered. Because I saw a lot of people, mainly non-people of colour, using the fact that because he played the violin, he shouldn't have been killed. No, I know that's not what you're saying, but I'm just saying, I just wanted to bring attention to anyone who's listening to that the average black man who may fit your stereotype should also not be killed for being for walking on the street for being an innocent man for living life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with just, that. I, I just just yeah, because I he, he doesn't fit your stereotype, you shouldn't start loving him and suddenly praising him. But everybody else doesn't matter. Oh, he did this. He did that. He breathed that way. So therefore, if they want to kill him, go ahead. <laughs> who yeah, are exactly. you? You're not yeah. judge, jury, and executioner. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but that's that's basically what social media has become, though. Social media judge is the judge, it's the prosecution, yeah. the defense, everything. And it's not even it's not even gone to court yet. Like, who yeah. do you think you are? The court, as of if your opinion, opinion matters. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I just public opinion cases, is a yeah. court. Public opinion is a whole court out here. But like, I yeah, guess it's just even yes. 
Mm, it's just crazy. But I man. guess, like Gertrude said, you still see it, like, I guess, in the Black Lives Matter movement, the fact that people who were rallying silently, peacefully, who were sitting down, who they were, were never shown for the dead, they were not shown. Mm. They were not shown. And even then, even then, they were demonized. Yeah. They were why demonized. You, yeah, why are you going why out are to... You yeah. risking corona? But you, you have to realise, if people are risking coronavirus, coronavirus... Coronavirus! out here to be protesting, clearly the is system is doing something wrong. So I have to agree with um, Jessica that they didn't um, show the peaceful protesters um, intentionally. And one of the reasons I think that's the case is because these protesters don't they didn't fit with the stereotype that black people are naturally violent or that they're naturally um, angry. And we even saw this in um, where in areas that protesters were predominantly white. So for example, in Portland. Um, and I think, you know, they were met with um, really violent police presence. Um, Donald Trump sent out the army for whatever reason. Um, and I think that shows that even if you're in association with black people it automatically makes you a violent person and so therefore you fit into the stereotype um and i think this is proved because most of the anti well i can't say most of the anti-mask protesters were white but that's those are the only race of people that i saw and i didn't see any police anywhere so i really think that cements the idea that um you know they really see black people as a threat and so that's why you saw such a distinct difference in the police presence of um the black lives matter protests compared to the anti-mask protests yeah that really hits home i think um especially the one where um where you talk about anything associated with black is seen yeah. as bad because it's not even only like you know even even if you think about it race is a social construct Constructs, and yeah. everything linked to even black black darkness death fears yeah. like um everything bad and then white is always linked with um associated with purity heaven mm -hmm. angels beauty like it's just really sad and yeah. yeah i completely agree with everything you just said i think that you know it's just get Get to know people just get to know them like mm -hmm. remove those mindsets remove though that mindset that i'm going to just oh because of the way you know because of the complexion of your skin or because of the way you dress i think of you this way because you know um if you do that you might end up missing a person who'll be a blessing to your life you know mm, like, like just don't yeah yeah, you end up missing the person who's a blessing to your life. Like, I remember, I think this was secondary school and one girl asked me, there was this girl and she was um, alternative. She she was just alternative in every way. Mm -hmm. And one girl was like to me, why do you associate yourself with her? And I was like, what? She's like, well, she dresses, you know, weirdly. And, you know, she, she just, the way she looks and everything. And I'm like, you don't even know her. Yeah. You don't even know her. Just get to know people. Yeah, just get to know them. Mm -hmm. Don't let... Um, don't let your um, mindset um, stop you from meeting somebody who could possibly change your whole entire life, you know? Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover because there's more to people than just the way they look. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing I want people to take away from it. So don't stereotype. 
be nice. Let's be friends. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Short and sweet and simple. Don't stereotype. Be nice. Let's be friends exactly and that's it from us guys um we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode this was um our first episode and we were quite nervous and anxious so please don't let your criticisms be too harsh but we are open and welcome to anything that you know you have to say about us improving or any topics that you guys want us to discuss as well we are open to it please also don't forget to follow us on spotify google podcast and anchor if you enjoyed this episode and please make sure to follow us on instagram twitter at one word podcast underscore and that's it from me um yeah just thank you for listening to our first episode we're all really excited to record this and um yeah we really hope you enjoyed this episode and took something away from it